minutes, 8. Welcome to the Dork Talkers are here. Super exciting episode. Juddy is home alone in the living room. He's loud and proud, mate. How's it feel? Mate, feels good. Back, <laughs> uh, I can talk as loud as I want. I'm not going to get yelled at. Pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good episode to be able to uh, yell and scream as uh, loud as you want because we'll probably get into some uh, frustration. But do you want to talk about uh, the liquid that's powering you through this episode? Yeah, the liquid that's uh, probably suppressing and making me yell more. So we'll see what that, what what wins there. I'm brought to you by Brookvale Union Juicy Juicy Grapefruit Boozy Seltzer. Oh, so seltzers are for the boys too. They're actually a treat. And I had a few beers in the fridge, and then I went and got a four pack of these, and I drank the beers already, waiting for you to finish work. So. <laughs> I've already cracked both of them, so I can't do the ducky crack it. <laughs> yeah, the old squidding. The uh, Wilson, Wilson had a... I was, oh, he loves the squidding. Yeah, and I was excited because the bottle shop, uh, my local, gets a delivery every now and then of um, some like... There's a few Wilson breweries, there's some other ones. I'm actually suckling down a uh, Rocky Ridge Choc Coconut Porter, which is quite nice, but I'll put in a request for the old squid ink and I might see if it's just the freebie taste bud or if it right. is actually delicious. Wilson's a bit of a hot topic at the moment, isn't it? Oh, mate. Well, <laughs> hey, don't segue. Let's keep things positive before we've got to segue to the Dockers. Mate, a big, huge positive. So, Duck posted the um, that they've released a, a Dockers sign shirt, like the oh, dude yeah. holding up the sign, and I got mine. It's being delivered now. So it's, I bought it yesterday. It's being delivered within 24 hours. So it's slightly more efficient than the Monday shirt system. However, <laughs> all people that bought a Monday shirt have received their Monday shirt, and by all reports, they're all quite happy with it. Did you see the messages between me and Max Phillips this afternoon? Oh, I sure I saw, <laughs> and he said he'd got it, mate. Um, I was very, Leone, con- very happy. Yeah. I thought Max Phillips was saying that he hadn't received his shirt yet and I panicked and I was like, Jesus, mate. I was like, it's coming. I was like, what have I done? And then he's like, no, I've got the shirt. I just haven't paid you yet. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're running this reverse shop. It's like it's like an honour system, but we send them the goods and then they might pay us later. No, yeah. I always try. Max Phillips has been a listener, I think, since he was. Um, mate, he's mate got- I'd probably send him a carton of beer and – not worry about him paying too yeah. much. Yeah. Right, so he's got a. Uh, hopefully, we see Duckman in the uh, in Dig Monday. But his merch is running. It's tough competition with the merch. I love the um, old Docker's sign shirt. It's pretty funny. Well, really, our rebuttal to that is going to be the sign of me holding up the sign at the footy in the so shirt. If we can make a shirt of me holding up the sh- <laughs> oh in the shirt, a quadruple one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The only thing I'd do differently next, so next Dockers game I go to, I'm definitely going to have a bigger sign. So it's going to, that was A3 and it looked tiny. I really need like an A2. A2 laminated. Really need to, yeah. A question, really need to be bigger. question without notice. Mm, if here you, we go. If you got to make a Dockers sign and display it at like an important moment, what would you put on there? <laughs> the, the poo emoji. 
with a cross the through poo it. emoji. Yeah, no, the poo emoji. Just hold it up. Just be like, "Don't shit yourselves. Don't <laughs> shit the bed." They'll be like, "Oh God, he's holding up the sign. Do we shit ourselves now, or do we not?" Oh god! Or maybe just a, just some goalposts. Just like <laughs> kick the goal, man. <laughs> goalposts with a, a target in between the posts, like in here, right in the in middle here. bit. Um, uh, very good, very good. We uh, we uh, had a few, mate. You know what the most disappointing thing about last week's pod was? We've lost the muscles from Brussels. There no Brussels no- this week. No, no Belgium listens. Maybe we, uh, we should do have um, lots, lots in the USA and UK. One German listener, so maybe he's travelling last week. Maybe he was in <laughs> Germany last week and he listened from Germany. He's back to back to Belgium soon. Maybe we should do some tags when we post it and be like Brussels related sport, or maybe <laughs> yeah. see if we can get get like a muscle building, uh, weight gaining, or just see if we can't get the big the uh, the big fella back on the pod. He could be moving around. Mate, he, I imagine he's probably a man about town, a man about Europe. Um, maybe he lives in the US. Maybe he's one of the US listeners and like his his p- partner or something back in Belgium is listening to the pod. <laughs> well, mate, on that note and since we've probably gone, is there any other good news you want to bring up or any otherwise we'll probably launch into a bit of score and a barrage? Not really. <laughs> Not really much other good news. I've got the score ready to go if you want. Oh, hand it over. So, 10 goals, 8, 68 to 8 goals, 13, 61. Disappointing on two let fronts. That, let that sink in. Yeah. You know what would have been nicer? I What's won't the say second that. front? <laughs> well, disappointing that Essendon just didn't – Essendon, one more quick single – 10 goals, 9.69, which would have been nice. I would have accepted. Oh, yeah, sorry. I would have accepted that loss a lot easier if they just chalked up that one more. But, that's true. Mate. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about if we had a loss to dinner for two, it would have been like, you know. You know, what's the reverse of salt in the wound? It's like making the wound feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah, that would have been better. Better, Dean? I don't know. You're the doctor. (laughs) You're the doctor, Juddy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I generally just cause pain. I don't relieve it. Um, anyway, it's the reverse of salt in the wound if they had to kick one more point. But this is actually like a double salt in the wound that they didn't get dinner for two, 10 goals, nine sixty nine, yeah. And, and so it's like down. double salt in the wound. They've salted the wound twice by beating us and then not getting 69. And, mate, we um, should, should be a game clear on ninth, really. We should be sitting on 20 points, a game clear. Um Outside of that hustle, frustrating. We it won is. that game in every stat except the scoreboard, where we shot ourselves in the foot too many times to have functional feet to kick goals. Yeah. Um, there was the stats that came up. So, pardon me, these seltzers hit hard. Um, we are six in the comp for shots on goal. Now, I'm pretty sure that that doesn't account for out in the fools. I think that's just going off <laughs> scores. I reckon we're probably like third in the comp for shots on goal, and and not making the distance. Don't make the distance. That as well. Go out in the full, and we are last for accuracy. So again, not taking into account the ones that don't make the distance or uh, um, drop shot. Sorry, go out in the full. So I feel like those stats actually flatter us. Um, If they included the other ones, we'd be even further ahead, and we'd have more shots on goal. So. Oh, man, it's the problem. It's the problem. It's the problem we saw coming. 
We were oh. like, this is definitely going to hurt us eventually. And Mate, it did hurt us eventually. I I went through, I dove in, I dove in and I had a look and it's what we, what we kind of talked about. Um, round two, 11 goals, 21, and we win. Round four, 13 goals, 18 behinds, and we win. Round five, 12 goals, 12 behinds, and we win. Round six, 14 goals, 15, and we win. We missed nine opportunities against Melbourne, lost by 22. Um, missed 16 opportunities against GWM, we, we win by 31. We missed 14 against the Hawks, we win by 15. Um, we missed 14 shots against the Roos, and we're still up by 51. But it has just come down to yeah that close that cat. close go- mate we are going to get heaps of cat interruptions uh, this episode. The cat is not happy with this inaccuracy, and no. it was just through a book. I think I heard it do something like that. Straight what into a her, uh, straight into her kitty litter. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> That's where you want the books to be. Um, oh, hundred percent. Like this was always going to hurt us, and the as much as I think um, like. We're a bit of a laughing stock of the comp in this regard. At least Longmuir looks exceedingly defeated every time he gets asked about this. He's like, I don't fucking like it. If you were to translate what he's saying, he's like, I don't know what the fucking problem is that these people walk onto a football field and forget how to play football. Mm. Like, he watches them train and he must see them kick goals. Obviously, we're not an elite skilled team hopefully yet but we're not but he watches them train he must be like they're training not like this they're playing like spuds and they're training differently so he's defeated by this and i feel like there's whips whips are cracking um but i don't know well, i think it's, it's, a, it's a the one we the one we were bound to have eventually losing it, a close one because we're we're very spud-like in front of goals. But when we looked at it and when I sent you that screenshot, it does look like there is a – the small silver lining is the progression that's been made from last year and it's like the ball's getting further up the ground and we're creating more opportunity and it's just – and it's so we had a few games last year where, I mean, against – we had goalless quarters. You look how many goalless quarters. We had 10 goalless quarters for last season. We had a lot of um, games where we're kicking like two goals, five goals. We had that shocker against Geelong. So slowly we're progressing up the ground and we're getting further and further. 100%. And you just cannot simulate an in-game experience of um, of that, of that. you know, it's the set shot, it's that simulation. So you imagine Tabernas or other players, you suppose they'd hope they grow, but, I mean, defences, uh, the back the back six have has had plenty simulation in the last five years. They're getting plenty of the ball down there to practice. Right. That's why our back line's so good. That's <laughs> yeah. why our back line's so good. And that's why our forward line stinks. That's what we were talking about the other day. So yeah. we our forwards have are like, what are all these opportunities? Like we're getting all these <laughs> shots from the, the goal square. Like normally we're used to getting them from like 45 out on the boundary at most. If we get an inside 50, that is. I, 100% your point about, so our progression is that we've gone from teams that were just not getting opportunities, not yeah. creating enough opportunities, to now we're creating bulk opportunities, but we just can't finish them, uh, which is a big progression in itself. It's very frustrating progression, but it's a progression. Yeah. Also, um, 
I feel like we're still at a stage where if we had been t- and, and Duff on Duff and Quarter said this, he was very good. Listen to him if you haven't already. I doubt it's similar to Purple Rain. I doubt anyone listens to this and doesn't li- listen to Duff and Quarters and Purple Rain. Imagine if there's someone's like, holy shit, there's a Duff and Quarters podcast. This is like, why you keep <laughs> stop pumping up other people. There's a Venn diagram. <laughs> there is a Venn diagram where it's just us. It's just We've us. We've got to hoard our own. No. Um, so he was saying, if you had told him and pretty much any Dockers fan at the start of the year, like two days before round one, if you had said, we'll be four and four and be red hot chance to win game nine, we probably would have been like, yeah, right, I'll take that. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't have been upset with the current record. It's only now that we've lost to the Eagles and been pumped and there's, we've lost three in a row and we should have won on the weekend that we're, like, really pissed off. And it's just a recency thing. So had we lost these games at the start of the season, those same games lost to Essendon, but then won all those in a row, we'd be all pumped up again that we're four and five. So it's mm. purely just because of where the games have sat. And it's frustrating because we oh. should have won that game and functional adults that can play sports should have been able to kick those goals. Um, mate, there's a couple other things I wanted to go... Did you have a few other things to talk about in the game? Because if oh. I want to go through my, my quarter three, and there's a few players I want to mention, but you, you had a few things to talk about as well. I was going to single out probably a big positive and probably best game of the year for um, the shining light for me with Big Hodor. Big boy Darcy. Yeah, oh, so he's mate. only played... Four, that was his 49th game. Insane. His 50th and he games took- this week. He took two. He took two. Those two rookie ruckmen from Essendon. I, I think there was two running through the ruck. I forget then. Like young, both blood nuts, mate. Absolutely took them to the fucking cleaners. Like, and his hit outs to advantage. Like his one Samundi, like insane that he was giving us that. Um, his first use yeah. was just incredible. So here, here is stats: twenty-two touches, thirty-nine hitouts, four marks, and seven clearances. So he, yeah, he's back to where he had those games where he was also a good midfielder, like he was getting clearance, seven clearances, man. Oh, we have midfielders that get seven clearances over three games. And like I think he had a that's a big game. I think rest. Um, I would prefer to see Meek play with Lob and play a third tall and and rotate. Um, rotate Darcy into like I reckon he's dangerous as a one-on-one player. I just reckon let him give him that opportunity to run it, rest down forward, and run it. Yeah, hundred percent. I actually, similar to the boys from the rain, would prefer to see Lob get a rocket put up his asshole and go yeah. back down to Peel. Bring yeah. bring Meek in as the spare ruckman and bring oh. Big Boy Tracy in as the other tool. Yeah, and be yeah. like, mate, you can't kick goals, you can't take marks. Watching yeah. Lob, so this is back to the Brisbane game, but watching Lob at the game in the pocket that I was sitting in get outmarked by not really watching the ball uh, to it was Archie, Callum Archie, who is literally your height. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, there are literally three dockers there. One of them's 207 centimetres, and none of them contested the mark, and we got right. outmarked. Lob, yeah. get, go, get your head sorted out, man. Um but yeah, big boy Darcy's awesome. So I think oh, huge. the fact that he's 21 and played 49 games and he's playing like this, he's fast becoming like one of our most important players. And uh, He had more like, influence than five. Yeah, and as a ruckman, um, when you can get a big man to do what he's doing, they are like, because you can get a big man that just fills a role. It's like, well, we need someone to try to tap that thing. 
and you can you can end up with crabs. You can just end up putting people in there trying to get more out of them. For him to grow the in David that, Hale style, yeah, yeah. Like you just have a you just need to have someone so you pick him. But to have him working in is a very important cog. And that game was yeah, super super stoked for him. And hopefully he keeps he's had he's had a good season so far. Super stoked with uh, the big Hodor. No, he's been good this year, and he's been good and fit, and he had a good preseason. Then he had that knee injury, and he came back. Like he's been really good. I'm very happy with that. Bit of cat action again. Yeah, the cat is pissing Mate, on the cat. stuff in the kitty litter. <laughs> <laughs> on the book. Yeah, I hope none of that's important. Ah, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> Mate, that's what it thinks about this. Uh, there's a few other. So definitely think Darcy was our best. Brayshaw had 33 touches, and I thought it was. Again, one of our most consistent midfielders for the year, by Monday maybe. Chera came back in and had 28, doing either his current contract that we'll give him or his trade value, no harm. So Chera was really good and did some really good, like, neat things that I yeah. from us. Oh, can I tell you actually how I watched this game? <laughs> yeah, on your phone? So I was, work- I was working an emergency and... Um, Went, saw like bits and pieces of the first quarter, but because of the score, I was like, oh, fucking hell. Like we conceded the first three goals, but yeah. then we pegged it back a bit. Watched the full second quarter on my lunch break. And then third quarter and fourth quarter, had my phone playing it near the computers and would just spend these really long times writing my like emergency notes, like what, <laughs> like glancing down at the phone. Um, so I watched, I saw most of the like quarter two, quarter three, and then and then quarter four, just was watching and just like, oh, come on, you pricks. And then yeah. turned it off towards the end when I saw we definitely lost. Four last um, five they kicked in the end, which was a bit sad. So what do you re- – oh, so the other players to mention, Fife had 28, Mundy had 22 and a goal, should have been two goals, didn't make the distance from 40 metres or something yeah, like that. Um, Sarong, I thought, did serviceable work on Merritt. And also, did gets a lot of the ball, but he's becoming a new butcher. Like he he's good with the ball. He needs to just remember how to kick. It's weird that I don't we know decide why he's such a clanger king. Yeah, he's and it's weird that we decided because against the Eagles we just went head to head. There was no we never went against Tim Kelly. We never played a shutdown role. Yeah, how'd that weird. go? Yeah, but it's also weird now. Why would I thought you'd tag Parish? Yeah, maybe they think Merritt's more da- more damaging. Parish is more of an acute. I don't know. But you can't tag two people in the midfield. No, nah, but if but, you, um, but I, I don't even know like why all of a sudden like we haven't done this. I don't mind it because Sarong wasn't just purely a Ryan Crowley nah. tagger. He was nah. like a he gets a run ball. with yeah. But um, and he did well on going the other way when he. I think he had like nearly twenty touches or something. It was yeah. pretty good for for a tag role. Um, what are your thoughts? We'll talk about it now on the whole, like everyone thinking, oh, not everyone, sorry. Um, this is an MRP, actually. I'm going to wedge an MRP in here. Truck Rutten, uh, the coach at Essendon, um, soaking that uh, the tagging efforts on Merritt, which basically the footage involved like a light bump on Merritt and he like flopped the ground and then another one where they like ran in front of him and he flopped the ground again. With Merritt then giving away like wrestling freeze to Sarong later on. So it was like the amount of players that in Fremantle get smashed and everyone's like, oh, that's just a good tagging role. Like Fife getting scragged behind the play. What a good mm. tag. Or Brayshaw. 
And then now, like, two people lay a light bump on Merritt and suddenly it's the worst thing football's ever seen by yeah. a couple of commentators. It was David King and it was Rutten. It's like, fuck, fuck off. Like, but they paid, off, you they paid free kicks for him. They they got two – that first bump that Sarong put on Merritt when he wasn't paying attention, they paid a free kick on it. They got a downfield. Mm. So, like, yeah. the umpire, the exactly. umpire paid it. I mean, oh, five, man. The, five the fact that, that to make a point about that. Five copped that and they said five should be paying more attention. Like Merritt just walked through and just got bumped over and he got the free kick for it. Like what more do you 100%. want? hundred percent. Who was it? It was John Ralph was like, I need to oh, pay yeah, more five attention. needs to have more awareness around yeah. the contest. More awareness of the- shit mixed in the face. More awareness of the fucking goals. Uh, if there's one, mate, maybe it was that. I hope that concussion would knock him into some sense, but maybe that's made him worse. Maybe he's got blurry vision still or something. I would just be like, if I was Jayla, I'd be like, yeah, well, um, we've had some attention when tagging as well. There's a certain player at our team, Brayshaw, who copped a a certain punch from um, Andrew Gaff that was a bit bit unfortunate. (laughs) Bring that up again? Yeah. Just be like, we're pretty comfortable with the attention that's going around and we're happy everyone hasn't, you know, people don't have a broken jaw. Mate, you brought up something. This is this is not talking about tagging. You brought up something in the week that, um, and I've got a really really good stat to add to this. You were like, mate, we have like seven small forwards, oh. and only one of them kicked the goal. <laughs> Can you run through what you were saying? You had it all writ- written out. I had six. So we had. I think we played six. <laughs> we played six in the end for eleven tackles, five of which went to Swakowski. So you got yeah. You I love Switter. I think keep yeah. him in. He's I, a good effort player. I, I don't mind Switter. Yeah, and he he laid five tackles. So so that's I think that's fine. And we're down on who's tackles. your first rank to come out because I know who you're probably going to say, and I'm going to hit you with the stat after it. So who's your first rank to get dropped this week? I would put a few and a he's half. A, he's a yeah. He's a he's a bit of a crowd favorite though. <laughs> yeah, good you, nickname. If you pull Crowden out, I wouldn't care if he if he sits out. Crowden, Crowden had negative twenty meters gained on the yeah. weekend. That's how much ground he was given us. And it's so like, many mate, broken tackles. Why not just play Conker? Why not drag him off at halftime and play Conker? Put Conker on Tip and Woody. <laughs> oh, Tip and Woody maybe doesn't get that glorious bounce where it bounces like you know near the point post and then bounces back in. If Conker's riding around on his butt. But I just don't know. And so many times they were getting out wrestled and out muscled on the half forward line. Like they weren't bringing it to ground. Um, like we'd get a clearance or a quick kick and they'd just get done in the contest. And it, Mate, like, that was Walters as well, at least Walters a couple got, of times. Walters got done Mate, by Walters nobody. Walters got done by some guy called Hines that no yeah. one has ever heard of before. And we'll never see that guy again. Like I think that guy is literally, they've delisted him. After that game, he's like, "Well, you've played your best ever game, so <laughs> we'll see you later. We'll bring you back when we we've play got a the uh, draft. When we play the Dockers again, we'll bring you back for the Walters job, mate. The amount of times you know how it's like. Oh, we need to win the midfield. It's like sometimes it doesn't fucking matter how much we win the midfield by because we kick it down there, and when it's a good kick, it's like, oh, cool, we got outmarked. When it's a bad kick, it's like, oh, cool, they took an uncontested mark. It's like, mm. what's the fucking point? Like, why don't we just kick it around on the wing for the for half the quarter. Um, all right. So can I go through? Yeah, go through. So yesterday, we'll move on. Uh, Mrs. is away for the week. So I have had some spare time. It's why I'm in the living room right now. The bird's in the bedroom, just so he doesn't interrupt. Um, so 
I had some time and I decided to watch the replay so I could watch it properly of the entire third quarter. Oh. And what about two minutes in, I was like, oh, God, there's a lot of mistakes. I'm just going to record all the mistakes in my phone. And not all of them are as bad as the next, but uh, <laughs> so after a couple of, after the first four, I timestamped them. And then you realize how many mistakes we made in this third quarter that we won. Like we won the third quarter. So first mistake, Sarong off the ball, 50 meter penalty to mm-hmm. Merritt. So which they never showed footage of, but I think it might have been one of those bump ones. Darcy takes an intercept mark 16 metres out from goal, goes back, like from our goal, goes back, then does a 15-metre grubber kick inside 50, which is then turned over. Schultz receives a hand pass, has Walters on in front of him, like he's sort of facing defensive defensively. Instead of just hand passing to Walters, he holds the ball out, you know, in that sort of like fake hand pass, gets tackled and holding the ball. Uh, oh, no, so he tackles and flings the ball in the air. So he could have hit a player like yeah. on instinct that holds the ball and doesn't. The fourth one is Akers receives a hand pass in space, dummies inside despite having heaps of time, and then has his kick smothered. And that is now 17 minutes 48 left, so two minutes and 12 of playing time. <laughs> and that's the first four. Some of the best other ones were Mundy having a shot from 40 doesn't make the distance, a um, couple of, like, Walters and Tabs kick a goal in this quarter, which is pretty good. M- Money gets tackled and just throws it away. And then Redmond kicks a goal from 53 metres out. Um, Schultz has a shot from 35 and it lands five metres in, so he kicked 30 metres. Chera. Chera had a pretty good one where he got a downfield kick after a bump. Um I'm not too sure about that one. Wilson has a has a mark and kicks it long to the wing over Tabs's head to a two on one defender. So it's like he could have just Wilson could have just run and hit it short to Tabs, but instead he kicks it like ten extra meters, goes over Tabs' head to a spare defender. It's like oh great, mate, that's definitely what we need. Five twenty meters out, forty five degrees. Um, he nearly hits the goalpost. He wasn't. Like that wasn't too it. bad. That's a, it was yeah. a, not a bad shot. That, if he kicks him like that, he starts kicking him. Um, a downfield block free kick at the forward wing for the Bombers, which means so like we bump someone or whatever. So it just relieves the pressure, and in the end, they get a Guelphy mark and a goal at the top of the goal square. So it's like we give away a free kick to relieve the pressure, and then they work it forward, kick goal. Walters drops an uncontested mark 30 metres out from goal with six minutes left. That's always good. Um, Hell, Dockery. Wilson goes to kick it inside 50 but slips but also sort of gets bumped by Tip and Woody at the same time. And so it's downfield. And then we ended up getting a goal from that. Yeah. Um, Tabs running into goal. Perfect angle for a left footer like on the right side. Two minutes 50 left and misses. Um, So I've realised that. How did he not kick that? Tabs can kick goals from literally standing in the crowd on his right foot behind the goals with his wrong foot, but he can't run into goal and just kick the goal. How well did he do that, though? And same with the one that Walters missed. Like, he's, like, played on, taken his full measure, put himself in a goal. It's like he hasn't rushed this. He's done so. Well done, Tabs. I literally got up off the couch to go get another beer. 
I was like, job done. Oh, mate. Oh, chalk it up. He kicked yeah. four, the great man. The great man kicked four, could have kicked fucking eight. That's how Tabs is such a tab still. Like, the best thing about Tabs is his average goals have come up. But I don't yeah. know whether that's because he's just getting more opportunities and he's still butchering 50% of them. Yeah. Or whether he's a better player and he's getting more and he's just butchering less. A couple more. Um, uh, James Ash, one of the famous Ash brothers, going like turning to Ash at the slightest uh, sign of pressure. Uh, had Langford cold on the on the back flank for us, a their forward flank. Uh, Langford slips a tackle, sixty meters from goal, runs in, kicks inside fifty, and they get a mark. It's like, mate, tackle him like a slip tackle. You you had him; he was stopped. You just had to tackle him, just hold him. And then Monday gives away a free against Parish in a three-on-one situation. Uh, Freo had the numbers in D50 uh, and they kick a goal. So it's just like that is just how quarter three went. We ended up in front. However, we should have been 30 points in front, not five or four. And, you know, we shoot ourselves in the foot that many times, but obviously working so hard to get what we get. Uh, very frustrating, but that was my little quarter three mistakes. Maybe I'll start just watching one of our worst quarters and just <laughs> no, maybe I'll just start watching the best quarters. I don't know. Don't be watching the bad quarters. Oh, um, couple of random things to bring up with you. I'd like to throw at you. What are your thoughts on the situation evolving in the AFL, whereby Matthew Tabernar and Norton are the only players to kick multiple goals in every game? How good – yeah, no, he's kicking he, – he's, Two a game? Mate, two a game and doing it very, very, very well. Like He's won a game last year. He's going to be kicking three goals a game next year, man. We should ask his money. We should get him like two sausage rolls a game rather than one or whatever we're, whatever we're paying him at the moment. I think we're paying him in Bitcoin, aren't we? He's um, – I reckon a part of what we're saying before now that there's heaps more forward opportunity, if he just starts to realise – that like, oh, shit, we're on here. I'm just going to start legging it to the goal square and I'm just going to catch this. Like, we're on here. We're legging it to the pocket. <laughs> he's like, bro. So I still think there's a part Where of Where the him. goals are. He's like, I need to be an outlet kick, outlet kick, or I need to be here. And it's like, bro, just run to the – just fucking leg it to the goal square because you know what we don't see? We never kick him from the goal square. There's never that handball over the top because <laughs> we're probably fucking worried that we're going to turn Mate, it over. We don't over kick the- it from marks at the top of the goal square. <laughs> but I, I think he is – The most dangerous place for us to have the ball in terms of a rebound goal yeah. is us at the top of the goal square. <laughs> we don't want the ball there. But, no, he's kicked um, – I've still got him as Coleman. Tabs- you know, well, he's like only a couple of goals behind, isn't he? Yeah, he's like third need, or fourth. Just need Monday you know to win the though. Yeah. You know what I think Tabs knows in his heart of hearts is he's like, I'm actually very shit at kicking. I'm very good when I kick off the right foot, which is my incorrect foot, from the pocket. So he just runs to the fucking wrong pocket all the time. He's like, he I'm way better from here. I'm just going to do it. The amount of goals I've seen him kick off his right foot in the last two years I reckon it's 20. I reckon he's kicked 10 to 20 goals off his right foot in the last two years, which is probably approaching what he's kicked off his left foot, which is his dominant foot. And he cannot take a mark in front of him. It's chess mark or nothing with tabs. He um, oh, he drops the chess marks as well. Don't you yeah, worry about that. And that's he's, the he's worrying thing. He's very good at dropping a chess mark. <laughs> I think what happens is if he's on the lead and there's someone close, he's like, I'm not going to put the mitts out in front here. 
I'm going to go Why for. Why would you just I'm gonna, make it so that you get a free kick of a chopping I'm gonna, arm? I'm going to go for the chess mark. Hopefully, he spoils it, and then I don't drop it. <laughs> yeah, and then I can run around on my right foot and kick the goal. <laughs> he's incredible, but he's kicking. I, he is kicking goals, and he is growing on me. Do you know what else I did um, this week? Interesting. I um, I got pissed off by uh, <laughs> bloody um, fucking Dunstall, Dunstall, and. All those guys kind of shipped me to tears a bit. And Nick Del Santo the commentary, was... you mean? Or? They were just whinging and sucking about how many behinds kicked in AFL. And um, they were just going on a bit about like, oh, it's ruining the game. It's really diluting the quality of the game. Like, Because obviously the St Kilda game on Friday night, there was a lot of things happened. Mate, and so I was like, all right, Dunstall, let's bloody... I'll get him up. I was like, let's see, let's see what's so interesting that you did. Where... Where's his year that he kicked like old mate? Did Dunstall kick a thousand goals? Oh, he kicked a fucking mate. He kicked. Where's his season where he kicks fucking? Dunstall's the second most goals kicked ever. I'm pretty sure it goes Plugger, Dunstall, oh. um, Ablett. Oh, no, so um, but he, Coleman's up there somewhere. He and, never, he never yeah, ran at on. some, he never ran at some freakish level where he's like eighty percent goals kicked. Like no, he's not. No, no, no. He's kicking like you have a look at the season. He kicked like 140. He kicked 138, 76. He's kicked six goals, six in a game, and he's had 12 yeah. marks. He's had he's had how many marks? Was he, yet? Was, he, was he ever tw- on two goals, 16? <laughs> he had he had 12 <laughs> marks, and he's kicked six goals, six. Dunstall, you've marked all of them 40 meters in front. Like, don't tell me you're snapping. Oh them man! And, take- and the and the other the other thing is they were playing a game where you literally only had to play against your defender who generally was like a Mick Martin style. So if you could yeah. outrun him or just push him off, it was literally like – so th- these fo- being a forward's a hard job. So being a defender, if you don't get touches, you can still have a good game. Being a midfielder, you're always around the ball, so it's easier to have a good game. Being a forward, it's like I need to play well myself and have the other players play well. So you're yeah. like there's two moving parts. They and they, in Frio's In Frio's um, – sort of situation, they never mould together. No. Um, so it's very hard to be a forward these days and you have defenders zoning on. The zone defence has only really been around since like the late 90s, like the flood and zones and stuff. They have had it good back in the 80s and 90s oh. and I think that those forwards like Kerry and Dunstall and all these people being like, oh, no, like you blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, all right, you played a lot of footy, but like it was a different game. It was, may as well get someone like get Johnny Wilkinson in and tell us how to kick goals. Like it's a different fucking game, man. Yeah. You um, kick six goals four, like. Yeah. <laughs> six goals and four. And it's just mark, go back, kick. Yeah. yeah. You're not you're not doing um, anything. Unreal. Um, what do you make? This is another hot topic. Uh Chera's contract situation. So there's been a lot of chat about it. Um where do you think it sits? I think Oscar Oscar Allen's been ticked off. He's been signed off, and there's rumours that uh, bloody. That's an um, interesting point of view to have about Chera's contract. <laughs> well, there's some big ones getting ticked off, so he's ticked off. Um, Cripps, Cripps Cripps is, is reportedly signed. Reportedly ticked Oscar off. Oscar Allen's reportedly signed. So yeah, the further the further he gets away from signing off, the more money there is, I suppose, to splurge. So if you're that club, I reckon it's yeah. Seventy thirty, we're we're keeping him. I'm not yeah. convinced, but I'm not convinced. His best either. mates with Brayshaw, who's the next future captain of our club, and 
I feel like we've given him his first. Ooh, did you crack a little fresh stout there? I'm going to go get one in a second. That was just my pen. Oh, uh, cool. <laughs> but I think. I, he's best mates with Brayshaw and they live together, I think. Um, I, I feel like it would be a puss move for him to be like, no, I want to go home. And we're offering him very similar money to what he's being offered for these other deals, apparently. It's like seven fifty a year for four years. It's like, fuck, all right, man. Like, you don't have to take that. But if you're going back home for the same money to a team you don't know, like Carlton, Carlton are pretty shit still. Yes, they beat yeah. us all the time. Carlton are pretty shit still. I feel like these Victorians get real soft. And they're oh. like, I want to go home. Brad Hill. Fucking how did Brad Hill go when he went home? Still going shit. <laughs> he's still doing Pilates at his missus. No, nah, he's doing a bit better the last couple of weeks. He's still doing Pilates at his missus' failed business, being like, why the fuck did I leave? And he's probably driving around in a Lamborghini because he's paid that much money every year. I can get some money. But I feel like he's like, fuck, I was playing pretty well and I was in my hometown and now I've left for coin and I'm not enjoying footy as much. I don't because think I'm in the he's spotlight that, all the time. He's um I don't think he's a player that you go out and play overs overs for and really Shero, you mean? Yeah, I don't think he's the um like he's really good and he's quite skillful, but I reckon you're better off going to the draft and getting your own chera. Like I don't think he's worth um I I am all for either we pay him I think 750 a year for chera is fine. Like he's a good young player, he's skillful. Yeah. I feel like he's really developed. Yep. Well, with Brayshaw, and you look at the the stats. Whatever the stats I read out, it was Brayshaw thirty three, Chera twenty eight. Like they're yeah. still our two best midfielders. Oh, I'm happy for him to win the ball for sure. Monday, floating mine. But um, either what happens is we keep Chera, or someone trades us two first rounders for yes. him. There's no way we're getting rid of him for one first rounder. He is um, worth two now. Yes. He is now a fourth, fifth year midfielder. Yep. Getting tried and proven. 25 tried and proven. Th- getting 25 to 30 touches a game in the AFL. Um, he's skillful. He's played 50-plus games or whatever it is. He is worth more. So we got rid of Weller for pick two. He yeah. is worth two first-rounders. And fuck you if you want him because you can have him, but you're paying up. Yeah. And that's what we always had to do whenever we wanted somebody, and that's what people are going to have to do if they want our fucking first-rounder, our top-five pick. He's the panties. Show me. The we want the we're, we're we're fucking running for pink slips now, aren't we? Paul Walker, Wait. RIP. We want pink slips. Go get a beer, mate. I'll do a little monologue. Do a little monologue. I'm going to investigate what actually got peed on, and uh, what what <laughs> the uh, what needs to be recovered. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so I'm looking over to punting this week, just quietly for all you dork talkers out there. Race three at Flemington this week. Um, Myself and a few other duckies got a share in this horse as well. Uh, Celtic Glory is running at Flemington. It's second race ever. Came six in its first race in a rural race in Victoria. And is nominated for Flemington, 1,400 metres, and is paying about 100 bucks. <laughs> so if you want a little... If you want a little uh, punting sprinkle, get around Celtic Glory, race three at Flemington on Saturday... At last odds was 101 and 21 for the place. I'd get around five bucks on that place if you were if you were that way inclined. How'd it go last start? So it came sixth. 
Ooh. six of ten, I think. Is and it was literally, it's one of those horses. So there was a horse mucking around. It, it, it always was a bit of a slow, yeah, there, it was always a bit of a uh, slow out of the barriers in the trials. But there was like, it was in the barriers for like three minutes. You know, those races where there's like horses like freaking yeah. out and stuff. And then the rest of them were just sitting in the barrier for that long. It was that race. So it was delayed like three minutes. So it was sitting in the barriers for about three minutes. And then the hooter went with uh, two minutes 30 and it sat in for another 30 seconds basically. <laughs> but like it was slow out of the barriers. And then it came home quite strong. And we were, so we were quite impressed. We were like, oh, that made up a fair bit of ground in the last yeah. bit. Um, so it came six though, but like probably fourth, fifth, sixth were quite close. So yeah. it was like a decent. So we got paid something, like it, it paid out something. Um, but now that was 1,200 metres. Now it's stepping up to 1,400 metres and um, we think the extra distance will help. But he'll be a, a big step up. It's like going from bloody ammos to waffle basically. Um, right, but I'm really know. excited. I was like, whoa, I'm on. Yeah, well, horses um, Celtic Glory Race 3 at Flemo. They like running with who they're, um, who they're nearby sometimes. So if he settles up front, who knows? Did you want to move into yeah. it since we're since we're punting, mate? I've got last week's punting. You had a win, mate. You got around the dogs. I tipped the dogs as well, which is funny. Funny that I didn't. I punt think on them. Port Adelaide are um, they're fast. Oh, Black trackers, yeah. Black trackers, man. Yeah, big time. They'll top four because they'll beat most teams, but I don't trust them. So, really, and, and I trust the dogs. Um, I trust Richmond and I trust the dogs. Yep. I got around GWS who just lost, but that was a decent bet as well, 258. Yeah. I lost by four points. Um, this week, mate, can I go first? I already know who I want. Yep. Tigers three bucks versus the Lions. I reckon yeah. the Lions aren't as good as, mate, I'm on the Tigers. They're going to win that. <laughs> They're going to win that with fucking waffle players running around. They're going to come up here. They're going to love the adversity and they're just going to romp home. And you know what's really exciting is if you get on sports bet and Tigers kick the first goal, I'm pretty sure... In the first two minutes or in whatever. The first two, in the first two minutes, you get paid out and Tigers yep. have got a lot of quality up forward. Uh, they've got a good centre clearance. Like They start quick. They um, Yeah, so if you're going to put your bet on, if you're going to punt, punt wisely and punt to the odds and... Um, yeah, I would get on sports bet. I'll sprinkle, I'll sprinkle Some probably money on tigs. Do you yeah. remember the other week where you were like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to put money on this team <laughs> on a Friday night," and I was like, "Yes, yeah, sweet, whack twenty down for me too, man. We'll join in." And then you're like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't do it. I've already done no, it." No, no, no. And then no, you're like, so- "I can't do it now." And then they ended up winning. So yeah. you just like stole my winnings. So you could do up to what 50. team was that? Was it Sydney? It was, no, it was Richmond again. Richmond it beat. Um, then, I think they beat Geelong, but it was up to fifty dollars, yeah. and you wanted thirty. And I said, "I've already." I think I put forty. I was like, "I've already used up." So <laughs> I just remember yeah. being like, "Oh, cool!" So you've actually stolen yeah. money from me. Nah, but you yeah, won yeah, thirteen we, grand on something and didn't buy me a uh, a dog jumper. Hey, dog talk stuff's coming. Mate, oh, did mate, you it's... send me a Monday shirt yet or what? No, no, no. And you keep plugging Can you another... fucking send me a Monday shirt? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Look, 
I will arrange you a Monday shirt. I might even organise a jumper for you. You got that much Dockers merch. Have you got a whole? You'd have a drawer full of Dockers merch. Oh, no, fair. Nah, I keep it in the cupboard, man. Mostly <laughs> hanging up. You should have seen me when I went to um, when I went to the Dockers Lions game. I went with two mates, and I had so I gave one of my mates the um, the retro one, like yeah. the one that uh, Sandy and Ballas are wearing in their final games. And then I gave one of my mates like this white one, like an away one. And then I had a white away one. The only one, other one that would fit was one that had Pab's signature on it. So that's the one when I'm holding up the sign. You can see Pab's signature on it. I've never worn it before, but it's the only jumper I could wear because I like to wear the same, like the away or the home jumper that they're wearing. Oh, this is a weird thing that I've probably never told you. I always, whenever I'm watching the footy, either at the ground or home, I like to, if so, Dockers are wearing purple, I'll wear my purple jumper. If Dockers are wearing <laughs> white, I'll wear my white one. <laughs> well, it didn't help occasionally that I just wear the ret- Occasionally, I just wear the retro one. The retro. But yeah, I like to wear the yeah. same. Um, Who are you going to pick, mate? There's some big odds. Suns are 8.50 versus Geelong. Yeah, I can't see. For good reason. And Crows are 5.30 versus Deeds. Hawks, 3.50 versus Carlton. I can see um, I can back. S- we've been backing, I think, Melbourne continue on. I'm probably looking at, um, I think, Hawks 354. Yeah, I agree. I had them all written down because I was like, ooh, they're juicy. Oh, but, not uh, that good. I reckon um, Adelaide at home could also uh, – 530 is ridiculous. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't probably tip Adelaide. Like I wouldn't but you'd bet on them, yeah. Oh man, five thirty is ridiculous. They're playing at home. They're still got like they, they get up and around. They're like any you play Dockers at home. It doesn't matter who you are. Like if they start getting up and about at home, they mm. bloody they bloody get their march on. But yeah, outside of that, things are probably maybe GWS get up. I don't think North Melbourne. I think North Melbourne probably get a bit carried away at three forty. It's probably time. Uh, I reckon North win one more game for the year. Like that's they're gonna. I reckon if I was a betting man, I'd put money on North to lose by ten plus goals this week. I haven't. I don't even know who they're playing. They're They'll playing, lose by ten plus. They're playing the Dons. That ten plus, they'll get flogged because they've won. They like they've already hit that thing. They're not yeah. gonna be like, yeah, let's try harder. They'll get slammed this week. Can we go back to Tassie? That's your little. <laughs> yeah, can we go back to Hobart, um, mate? So you want to go on the Hawks? I've already locked you in for the Hawks. Yeah, locked me in for the Hawks. They'll um they'll bounce oh. back, especially since they lost the North in such um such circumstances. I think they'll Agreed. bounce back. Agreed. They'll get flogged. Yeah. Um. So we play Sat night, Saturday night, mate. Yeah, huge. What a fixture! And I'm hell excited. I'm actually working night shifts, but I start Ooh. at ten thirty p.m. And so the game will be over by the time I start. So I'll either float into a night shift, being like, woo. Or I'll be like, fucking kill me now. <laughs> Who needs administration for salt and wound? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, no, I'm super excited as well. I'm heading down to uh, Point Sampson. So we'll be staying just at the caravan park and heading down Where's to that. The, uh, it's about an hour and a half south of Headland. It's a little little point spot in between here and Caratha. And it's got a two story oh, yeah. two story pub there. And um, it just be, it's a good venue. To, to watch a bit of sport and watch a bit of footy. So super excited that we got the Saturday night game. So that's how I'm gonna I'm gonna spend it. And yeah, then nice. That'd yeah. be good. Oh mate, Sydney and it's gonna be wet. Five ten or something? Oh what bro. time is it over? No, I think it's a little bit Yeah, five forty. 
So seven forty, yeah, yeah, sweet. Five forty, and I'll be looking yeah, forward nice. to hopefully some um, team changes and maybe some inclusions. Unfortunately, the only thing that gets better is probably the back line. Mate, no, 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 no. So we're back in Perth now. So the Dick Cyclone, mate. There's some. I think I've heard there's some weather coming, and the Dick Cyclone is heating up. Oh, starting to swirl. I've heard. Bro, can we just can we just play? Can we play three three tools? So oh, so three out of so we play three out of these four. We play um, Darcy, Meek, Lob, or Dick Tracy. I don't care. We play three out of them. I don't give a fuck. You don't. We play- are playing three out of them, but we've dropped the wrong one. Yes, Get so Tracy back in. Yeah, so I trust him but way we don't more have with the footy than I we do. Don't have Meek. Crab we, we don't play Meek. Yeah, who are we playing instead? That's so, pretty that's, much just Darcy and Lob, and so then we've got like Tabs as our yeah, other forward. So I guess. push it, push it to three, and I do not see any harm in you know what's like. Where's your rotation problem? Like I, I don't see what like who. So who are you resting? You know what? I got plenty on this fucking small forward rat list that can get dropped. There's, there's room. It's gonna to be move. wet apparently, and so what's the bet? They just like bring in more small forwards. They're like, have we got any other small forwards around? Is Let's there have like just a, have a team of small forwards? Is there a restriction on teams picked for free medal <laughs> where it's like you've gone over your height limit? They add up all the heights, <laughs> and it's like fuck me. It's like shit. We're over our height limit. It's like we better. We need to. Yeah, we need, the we need height to. limit average is one hundred and seventy-seven <laughs> centimeters as well. It's like we need. Uh, I reckon maybe we'll recruit that. Um, who's that real small guy who's playing pretty good footy for Peel? Who's talked about? Oh uh, yeah, maybe he's like, pretty. He's real, he's like one seventy or something. But he's a he's gun just, apparently. Oh, he's fucking. He's Duffield I, was talking about him. I got no problems in getting someone in who finds the football and he's in a bit of form, especially in a mid-season draft. Like I don't see the problem in him. But and and, and he well, we're going to kick it on it. We're going to kick it on his head anyway. That's so a what's problem. the point? If what's it? Why does it matter if he's one sixty-eight or one seventy-two? Like we're kicking it at Ballas all the time. It didn't matter that he was a little bit taller. If Ballas played out the goal square for the last three years of his career. <laughs> Yeah, mate, two on one as well. I think Ballas never had a one on one situation for a very long time. <laughs> Um, so this week we are. That was his only, his only one on one. <laughs> his only one on one that he could have won was when he was on Sandy's shoulders. That's probably the only time. Oh, he's, yeah. the only time he was competitive. Yeah, so Ballas like, Ballas was like, they're double teaming me. It's like, mate, no, they've just emptied out the forward line and left you at the sacrificial lamb. So we are dollar ninety four this week against Sydney a dollar ninety. So we're slight underdogs, which I'm not a, not off. I think that's fair. Um, I think we're an untrustworthy team, but at home, like if this was away, we would be $3.20 yeah. if this was at the SAG. Um, so we're basically just the odds come in when we're at home. Buddy apparently is traveling. So Buddy Franklin's coming across. So I Buddy Franklin, place. last time we played last time we played at Optus Stadium, he uh, they sooked about the stadium surface for eight months. I don't think he played another game and they said he hurt his foot because of it or some shit. I, I so hopefully hope, Optus Stadium gets him back. I hope he I hope he plays. But yeah, Sydney's fuck, if there's one team that travels like they do travel well and they're not going to be harmed by the weather. Like they won't mind the fact that it's wet. Sydney won't No, but they, they they've become this like fast moving skilled yeah. team like with all these young guys. So I think the weather helps us more than them. We're gonna kick it we're gonna kick fucking thirteen behinds regardless of what the weather's doing. <laughs> we're in the Marvel Stadium, we kick eight thirteen. What the fuck does it matter if it's wet? Just bring them down to our level. 
Um, so the two players we have to be careful of are Heaney and Papley. They yeah. will shred us if we let them. Uh, I don't know what our – so I don't know. They both – Heaney might go – they're both forwards, but they both sort of can play a bit of mid, Heaney yeah. more so than Papley. Um, so I don't know how we combat them. But um, whew, I really hope that – I mean, bringing Tracy in for a wet game is a bit silly, but I really hope that we bin guys like Crowden and who else – I've got the stats up still. I'm just going to have a bit of a look at the possessions. So let's have a look at Docker's possessions. Conker didn't play, so he got zero. Crowden had nine touches, and he had nine touches and negative 20 metres gained. So fuck me. And how many tackles? Liam Henry. uh, Let's have a look. Crowden, zero. Yep. Switter, well five tackles. Collier, yep. three tackles. Mm. So Collier, Switter tackled at least, but both didn't get much to fall. Crown, you are don't come Monday, basically. Liam Henry had two tackles, um, but only eight touches. But I thought he did some good things. Like, I think we just need to persevere with Henry because why draft him? Like, we have yeah. to just play him. Play him over Collier and Crowden. Crowden I, I think 100% Crowden. I don't mind Collier. Collier's actually... He's, he's, I think if we go in with Collier, um, Schultz, Henry, Switter and, and yeah, but see, even Switter and Walters, like there's five. Like that's – No, I think we just got to play Walters in the mids. Walters yeah, has but, been in all sorts up forward this – like he's doing oh, fuck all. He can't find <laughs> the goal. Two fifths of fuck all. Two fifths of fuck all. So I reckon we just need to be like – Remember that whole plan how we didn't want Walters to play forward? Let's just flip that and let's just make Fife play forward and put Walters in the mid. Actually, no, let's not play Fife forward either. He fucking sucks too. Let's just play both of them in the midfield. Why and don't let's like just play Fife, Mundy, Mundy forward more? Mate, like just fucking play Mundy nah, forward. Nah, we, we learn our lesson with that. He's It's the death, death zone. I reckon let's put Sarong forward more. Oh, I'll take Chera. I'll Sarong's take Chera pretty or crafty. I'll take... Strong's I'll take Chera. I reckon you could. I would roll. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Five don't, Walters, Mundy, Brayshaw, Chera as our five mids, I and just, then Sarong can fucking play on wings and shit. Sarong can do the weird stuff. I'd go netball. I, I, I'd I go just, netball style. I feel like Walters. Walters should be like sixty forty mids. Mm, um, at the moment, like fucking eighty twenty. Yeah, but like he's just not doing anything in the forward line. No, he's not dangerous all. enough. He's not linking well enough. We need him no. to be the last kick in the forward line, and at the moment he's like you know the last poop into the forward line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 80, 80, 20, 80 in the. Mix. I think we still win. I'm going to tip us. I think we're going to win nah. this game, but they're the problems that we see. All it's right, the, mate. The ship starts sinking if we go down in this one. It's going to be um, four six. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be hard. We're 4 we're 6 on, We're on track for my. Games, um, yeah, we're on track for my eight win games if we um, still got to win one. 10. Yeah. This is going to be our halfway mark, the fifth win. Uh, I think we win, but let's wait and see. You never know what's going to happen when we watch a Freer game, my friend. All right, Monkey, it's been a pleasure. Yep, thanks for joining Hope you in. enjoyed, team. Mate, we're both home alone with uh, Death Stars, so hopefully the sound is all right. Um, thanks for your support. 
no no sponsors to thank, unfortunately, except uh, Brookvale Union Juicy Juicy Grapefruit Boozy Seltzer, who uh, have put up a <laughs> put up a good uh, show for us tonight. All right. See you next All week. All the best, mate. See you then.